0: Hey, how you doing? Good Saturday morning to you. Good Saturday morning. (laughs) It is Saturday. Saturdays are pretty much always good, aren't they? How you doing? My name is Mike. I'm your host. This is the FBTV video podcast, live streamed on YouTube. We live stream it every Saturday morning. 9 a.m., your only chance to see it, unless you're a client of Tautoa. In that case, you can log into the Insider area, available to Tautoa clients only, and uh, watch it, and as many times as you want. Matter of fact, all of our podcasts are, well, we video them them all. I was going to say videotape, but it's not really tape. We video them and save them to a hard drive, (laughs) a video drive whatever you want to call it, and make them available to our clients in the FBTV Insider. Now, we will take out the topics and post on YouTube. We're not too mean. We try to share a little bit anyway, right? Anyway, every Saturday morning, 9 a.m., 9 a.m. Central Time, FBTV Podcast, live streamed YouTube, be here, or wait for the topic video to show up. Now what do we talk about on Saturday mornings? Well, Saturday mornings are Q&A days. We use Saturdays to answer questions that we've received over the past week or so. And we will eventually get to yours. If we don't get to yours this week, check back next week. It's it's that simple. We'll get to them, promise you. Fuel prices went down this week. Woohoo. When it's already sky high, when it comes down a few pennies, it don't mean very much, does it? When it's gone up over a a dollar in the last two and a half weeks, coming down a dime, really don't make a whole hill of beans, does it? Eleven and a half cents for diesel, to be honest, to be fair. Gasoline dropped 7.6 cents per gallon, down to 4.23 on the average. Spin the wheel. Step right up here. Imagine. Spin the wheel. Let's see what the gas prices and diesel prices will be Monday when the Energy Department releases their uh, weekly gas and diesel averages. Price per gallon. We'll see. Mid-America Trucking Show going on. This is the last day. If you've uh, not made it, you've missed it. But... uh, Those things are pretty exciting. I think this is the first one they've had in a couple of years where you could attend it in person. Aren't we all sick of this COVID stuff? Did I hear them on the Internet and stuff talking about it again, you know, trying to bring it up? Come on, people. Let it die. I know. Follow the science, the science, the science. But, uh. Hey I ca I, I had it. I had it for about six weeks I think. I think it was it. I never did really get really diagnosed, but all the symptoms, uh pretty much what the symptoms said on you know, everybody else. Not the serious. I didn't have the uh respirator problem or runny nose I did lose my taste for a couple of days. My thing was I just felt bad. I just all around felt bad. You know, one day my body would ache. Next day I'd feel pretty good. think I was getting over it. Then the next day I'd be flat on my back again, not feeling good. I went through about three weeks of that. Then following that I came up two weeks of just weird. I mean weird. My ears stopped up. My uh, head just foggy. You know, kind of like, like I was uh, drunk. Drunk. Foggy. I don't know. It's weird. It wasn't drunk, drunk, but it's just weird. But anyway, okay. it's March 26th, Saturday, March 26th. Today is make your own holiday day. Make your own holiday. About time, (laughs) don't you think? Make your own holiday day. It's also spinach day. We're going to be talking about spinach here more. Just a moment. It's also purple day. Purple For those of you who like to wear purple, this is the day to wear purple. Now, spinach day. It was on this date back in 1937, spinach growers in Crystal City, Texas. And if you know anything about Crystal City, Texas, you know what I'm getting ready to say. That spinach growers in Crystal City, Texas erected a six-foot-tall concrete statue of who else? Popeye. Alma, Arkansas, just down the road from me, about 20 miles, 15 miles, something like that. They labeled themselves the spinach capital of the world. They put up a statue, too. Somebody stole their statue. But I think they brought it back. They have a spinach festival down there every year. Anything else about spinach while we're talking about spinach? Nope, that would be it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Today's impossible question, when people were asking a survey what they would miss most if they traveled back in time, the number one answer was, what was the number one thing people would miss the most if they were able to travel back in time? This might surprise you. To me, these people thought too much. They overthought this. That due to that overthinking, they're probably, probably a good answer. But anyway, well, I'll try to remember that before we get done. I'll give you the answer uh, today. Uh, if you're a driver and you are kicked back, just enjoying the weekend, doing whatever, watching the podcast, listening to it, whatever, May 17th through 19th, mark it on your calendar, CBSA road check, 72 hour check, May 17th through 19th, that's... That's the three days you want to be home. And let's see, what day did they do it? I bet they did it in the middle of the week. Let me look. I haven't even looked. If I was a DOT, I'd do it in the middle of the week. Whoop, quit it. Yep, 17th, 18th, and 19th, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Hey, trust me, that's not by accident. They planned it that way because they know that a lot of you, a lot of drivers will go home for the weekend. Well... Work the weekend and go home that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Save you some money. Save your company some money, too. Headaches. Well, I talked about this a little bit the other day. Rates, spot rates. Uh, Vans up point seven percent Flatbed up 3.2%, which is expected. It's that time of the year. Matter of fact, if you are a broker. And you're trying to figure out who should I be prospecting. What kind of commodity should I be, I'd be prospecting? Well, it's springtime, man. You know, might be a little late to the party, but lumber, steel, roofing, PVC pipe, steel pipe, all that kind of stuff, construction type things are moving right now. That's why you see that jump in flatbed rates. Okay, supply and demand thing. The demand is higher, so the rates go up for the trucks. Refrigerated, they're at 0.2% spot rates from last month. Uh, van uh, van freight down four cents to three o five. Flatbed up seventeen. It eh, was hand in hand with what we were just talking about, and refrigerated down eight cents, but that's to be expected too. Watch refrigerated to rebound here in a few months when it's time to harvest. All right, Mid America Trucking Show. We talked about that. It's going on t- uh, today's the last day for it. If you're up in that part of the world, I'm talking about Louisville, Kentucky. What is Kentucky Expo Center? Something like that. And uh, something else in here. FMCSA, that's what it was. Well, we're on the subject of uh, mats. That's Mid-America Trucking Show. See, I'm a cool kid in the room. (laughs) I use mats. My wife used to come home. She used to... Use those abbreviations. Yeah, the IFCQR. What are you talking about? You know, what are you talking about? Speak English. Speak English. I don't know all that terminology. I'm I'm, I'm a boomer. <laughs> anyway, FMCSA feels an urgency. They feel the urgency of the truck parking crisis. FMCSA administration is feeling the urgency of the truck parking shortage. That's according to uh, agency's acting uh, administrator, Robin Hutchinson. The other day, Thursday, she spoke at the Mid-America Trucking Show. She told a room full of trucking journalists that the lack of safe places for truckers to park has the attention of the USDOT and the White House. Well, that's nice to know. We got their attention. (laughs) She goes on to say it's one of the top two or or three issues that we hear about. I bet number one is fuel. And I bet number two is fuel. (laughs) But anyway, letters have gone to the top of the U.S. government highlighting this issue. Don't this just sound so political? Letters have gone up to the top. You know, you watch any of the... uh, Any of the shows, you know, they're 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 they're. uh, You don't even have to watch TV. You know, watch uh, watch press conferences. They this this administration is the worst for giving those TV answers. You know, for giving those answers that uh, we, as a nation, as the populace of a nation, we're, we're educated to, and they're still using the answers from the 1980s and 70s. You know, letters have gone to the top. You know, look, look, trust me. Letters have gone to the top, highlighting this issue. Top of the U.S. government highlighting the issue. Yes, letters have gone to the top. (laughs) Feel better now, don't you? It's not anything we didn't know before, but we're really feeling the urgency of the situation. Yeah, probably because you're at the Mid-America Trucking Show talking to truckers. You're surrounded by what you deem as probably the enemy. And I think anybody out of the uh, Washington government administration, <laughs> I, I figure they kind of walk outside and they think everyone's the enemy nowadays. They've got this so screwed up. You may not agree with me, but come on. And it's going to get worse. And you know why it's going to get worse? Because uh The Biden administration is now drafting an order to invoke, get this, invoke Defense Production Act for Green Energy Storage Technology. We're still running on gas and diesel and oil, and yet they're invoking, or they plan to invoke Defense Production Act for Green Energy Storage Technology. Uh, This executive order will use the Defense Production Act to ramp up mineral production for electric car batteries. All right. Can you say fuel? Can you say oil? Can you say gas? Can you say diesel? But by golly, no. We're going to issue an executive order using the Defense Production Act not to wrap up oil production, not to ramp that up. not not, no. We're going to ramp up mineral production for electric car batteries. Yeah. Be watching for that to hit the news. So we're going to go ahead and buy all this high expensive oil. Then the other day we were talking about what the government, they're trying to do three, three bills are trying to get passed to give money. You know, they're, they're trying to buy our votes or instead of bringing prices down, they're going to print more money and send it out to it. Come on. I mean, good gosh, man. (laughs) Yeah. I get on my horse on this stuff. I mean, I am not the brightest bulb. And the lampstand, I'm far from it. But come on. I mean, really, come on, you know. All right. Uh, we were talking about the Mid-America Trucking Show. That's wrapping up today. The next one to look forward to is next month. 75 Chrome Shop Truck Show, Wildwood, Florida. That's going to be followed by Make-A-Wish Mother's Day Convoy Mayhem. Or Mayhem. in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Sorry. <laughs> May 8th. May 12th through 14th. East Coast Truckers Jamboree in Kindley, North Carolina. Then May 27th through the uh, 29th, Great Lakes Big Rig Challenge on on away on away, Michigan. Something else in here. Oh, the 40th annual Rotella Super Rig is going to be happening in Branson, Missouri. You know, I had a chance to, I think I did, Well a long time ago, to go to one. It seems like they had uh, something going on in Joplin, Missouri at the Petro up there many years ago I went to. It was pretty cool. But anyway, 40th Annual Shell Rotella Super Rigs is going to be held June 9th through 11th at Branson Landing. Do they still make the uh, big rig cards? Or was that something totally different? I thought they, you know, the baseball type cards had their cool trucks on them. Anyway, Branson Landing, June 9th through 11th, the 40th Annual Shell Rotella Super Rigs is going to be in Branson at 95-acre waterfront development in uh, Branson, Missouri. The events are still being planned for the 40th celebration, but the show highlights include a truck parade at Branson Landing, a contestant dinner, truck lights competition, angler Jimmy Houston. Hey, that's going to be cool. He's going to drive up from uh, Oklahoma. I guess he's in Oklahoma. Have you seen that spread? You ever watch Jimmy's videos? You ought to. He's got a spread up there. really Who wouldn't want it? His own lake, his own boat docks. You know, he wants to go fishing. He just walks down to his lake with his boat docks on. Anyway, (laughs) I like Jimmy. Jimmy's wife uh, has been a year. She had a stroke about this time last year, maybe a little bit. She's doing a lot better now. But anyway, going to have musical entertainment up there, too. I say up there because I'm south of Branson, about three or four hours. Don't say who the entertainment will be, but it'll be pretty good, I'm sure. I mean, Branson, Missouri, right? Twelve drivers are going to be selected to have their trucks featured in the 2023 Rotella Shell Rotella Super Rigs calendar. Uh, the Shell Rotella Super Rigs competition is the premier truck beauty contest for actively working trucks. Truckers from across the United States and Canada Compete annually for more than $25,000 in cash and prizes. No fee to enter Super Rigs. And the weekend is designed to be fun for the entire family. All right, I think we've uh, pretty much covered all that stuff. Now, on to the countdown. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Q&A Day. We do it every Saturday morning. Every Saturday morning on the FBTV video podcast, which... We live stream every Saturday morning, starting at 9 a.m. And the topic of the day, or the featured topic, is always Q&A on Saturday morning. Today's uh, question comes from Deborah. She says she is in the process of starting her own freight brokerage business. Uh, She has, uh, well, we, we have our business license bond, but we still need insurance, and I'm having some trouble with my carrier contracts and customer contracts. I have worked in the industry for a year and got into it because I have a lot of friends who are also salesmen at different shippers. I feel confident in myself moving loads and doing the day-to-day, but I would appreciate any advice or information you could give me about contracts. Well, all right. Carrier contracts. Those are generally referred to as carrier agreements. Uh It's also referred to to as a continuing contract. Why is it called a continuing contract? It's simply because every time that carrier moves a load for you, they're going to get a shipper load confirmation from you. And that load confirmation is going to become part of the continuing contract. Now, where do you find these? Well, go to the internet. There are hundreds of these type contracts available on the internet. Where are you going to find them? I'll just tell you right now. Uh, find them on freight broker websites. Any freight brokerage that has a link up there that says "Hey, get set up, get set up with us," they will have a uh, continuing contract in that package. Grab a few of them. All right. Pick out what you want in there. One thing you definitely want in there is a no back solicitation clause. No back solicitation. Now, what that does, it prevents a trucking company from going behind your back tomorrow. They move a load for you today for shipper XYZ, and tomorrow they contact and start hauling for that customer direct. That's what the no-back solicitation clause is all about. It varies length of time, 6 months, 12 months, 18, 24, whatever you want to put in there. Okay? But uh, that's just one example. But what you're doing with that... uh, continuing contract with the broker-carrier agreement, setting out the terms and conditions. And there are standard terms and conditions, which you're going to find in pretty much every contract. That's why I'm saying go to the uh, different freight broker websites, pull down all you can to be able to determine what's what. Because you're going to have to make your own. Obviously, you want the uh, trucking company to keep their insurance in force. You want them to Be legal. You want them to represent you in a professional way. They are a vendor. Remember that. A trucking company is a vendor to you. They are providing a service. And I know you're going to talk to a lot of trucking companies that feel like they're doing you a favor. (laughs) Welcome to trucking, but really, they're a vendor providing a service. We're paying them for that service. Now, what is our service? Our service is providing backhauls. That's the bottom line of what a broker is to do. I know a lot of brokers are used as a dispatcher. That's fine. If a trucking company wants to use you as a dispatcher to get all their loads, that's their prerogative, you know. But really what we are here for is to provide a way for a trucking company to relocate their empty equipment, able to get that truck loaded and relocated to a destination they'd need that truck to be for whatever reason. More times than not, to get back to their customer freight. Okay. Anyway, we go over this in training. Uh, if you didn't know, I'm the lead consultant for TALTOA, dot com. You can check us out at com. If you've got any questions, and, Deborah, you, know, you may want to call me, 479-668-0838. Be happy to kind of help you with that as well, answer your questions on that too. But as far as TALTOA goes, we are a consulting firm. We do have packages that include in-depth training for our clients. How to work as a freight broker day-to-day. Everything from getting a customer all the way through delivery of the load, including legal and contracts, is included in that training. Plus, if you want to start out as an agent, which we always recommend to everyone, if you want to start out as an agent, you are able to do so through us. Once you have completed your training, you'll be placed through us under a licensed broker, which is our sister company, Tatoa Logistics. That way you're able to begin your broker operation. You're not going to have to go out here and knock on doors trying to get a company to give you an opportunity. And while you're in the mentorship program, we're overseeing everything you do. Making sure you're crossing the T's, dotting the I's. Provide support, recommendations. Consulting. When you exit the mentorship program to move on your own, be it as a freight broker agent with another company direct or... Even to start your own brokerage, that's when your consulting period begins. Now, these periods, TMP, consulting, uh, depending on the package, it can be three months, six months, or 12 months. All right. If you want to know more about that, go to TALTOA.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Now, customer contracts. Let's talk about those. That's uh, contracts between you and your customer that has freight to ship. Yeah, eventually maybe, but starting out, you're going to be working with what is known as a transactional contract. A transactional contract, also known as a shipper load confirmation, provides all the details for the load you've agreed to move for that customer, including the rate they've agreed to pay you. All right. Now you don't want to go buy off t- more than you can chew right off the bat, you know? You don't want to go in, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm so and so broker. I I I'd like to handle your freight." Because you don't know if you're going to be able to get trucks or not yet. This is part of the process, the uh working your way out of the startup period. Now, uh, ask any of my clients about the startup period, and they'll tell you, "I I really t- <laughs> tell you all about the startup period." Startup period is when you're trying to get the ball rolling, trying to get that wheel turning. It takes time. It's a process. You've got to build the relationships. You've got to build a carrier following. You've got to have the customers. You've got to have the loads because from those loads, you will be able to determine what's going to make you money. And when you get to that point, that's when you are working your way out at the startup period. But confidence, you say, I have, I feel confident in myself moving loads. Okay, that, you know, that's, you've got to be confident. PMA, positive mental attitude. You don't hear that very much anymore. Back, back in the day, the PMA was all the time, positive mental attitude. Not to the point, I know back in the eighties, you know, they may still do it, but not to the point where you stand in front of the mirror going, I am a great salesman. I am going to make a million dollars this year brokering loads. You know, they used to encourage that back in the day. It don't make sense to me now. It didn't make sense to me then. Yeah, I tried it a few times and I felt like an idiot. (laughs) You know? Why am I talking to myself in the mirror? You know? Anyway, hey, if it works for you, it works for you, right? All right. Thank you, Deborah, for that question. Kelly, she's got a four... Word question What is a TMS? Well, Kelly, a TMS is short for Transportation Management System. I'm going to give you a brief overview here, but we got a video coming up about a TMS, maybe even show you a little bit about one so you can see it. That'll be coming up on YouTube here, maybe in the next few weeks. I'll be looking for that. TMS. Transportation management system as a freight broker. is a fancy name for freight broker software. Now, what we are doing with the TMS as a broker, we are entering our customer information, billing information, their credit limit, the whole nine yards. You know, where to send the invoices, all that. As we get a load from that customer and we get a truck to move that load, we will enter the truck's information into the TMS. It's going to have all the information for that trucking company, Dispatcher name, uh, trucking company where they're at, MC number, DOT number, their insurance information, the whole nine yards. So that truck wants to haul a load for our customer that's already in the TMS. We will assign that truck to that load and we will build, we, we call it building the load. And what I mean by that, we're going to enter all the information from the transactional contract from that shipper we talked about a moment ago. That's going to be the shipper load confirmation. It's going to have all the details for the load. We're going to enter that into the TMS. Origin, destination, any special instructions, any accessorial pay. The rate the customer is paying us, the rate we're paying the truck. We're going to get that that all entered into the TMS as a freight broker, freight broker software, and we're going to push a button on the keyboard and it will automatically generate A load confirmation for the carrier. It's gonna have all the details for the load, pretty much just like what the customer sent us, except on the load confirmation we've created through the TMS for the carrier, we are instructing the truck to send their invoice to us. And also what's gonna be on that load confirmation to the carrier is what we have agreed to pay the truck. Okay. In other words, it's our contract to the truck the continuing contract. See what I mean? Yeah, the low confirmation you send to the carrier, it becomes part of that original continuing contract that uh, we did with the trucking Company when we first set up the trucking Company. All right. Like I say, Kelly, be watching in the next uh, few weeks. There's going to be a video come out. We're going to have it on YouTube. And... Uh, It's going to be focusing on the TMS, you know, free broker software exclusively. Because there's a lot of TMSs out there. You know, you got TMSs for carriers and shippers and 09 yards. All right, from the Did You Know department, cheese is the most popular topping to put on a hamburger. <laughs> Did you know that? But pickles made the most loved as well as the most hated list. Go figure. Did you know around 48% of us have set the smoke alarm off while cooking? I've done that before. I am one of those 48%. 33% of people have cried when selling their home. Eh, maybe. <laughs> but were they tears of joy or tears of sadness? You know, as far as uh, this has nothing to do with homes, but you know, I can see boat owners crying when they sell their boat. <laughs> the boat owner will cry twice when they buy the boat and when they sell it. <laughs> Two happiest times of boat ownership, they say. However, with the boat owner, when they sell it, it's tears of joy. No, I shouldn't be that way. But you've, you've, you ever heard of that old adage? <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. 15% of women have broken up with the guy because they did not like his mom. That's pretty shallow. Pretty doggone shallow. A study found that you don't hit your peak with self-esteem until 60. Phew. Barely. According to a survey, shoppers spend up to 31% more when they smell oranges. So, here's my advice to you. Don't smell an orange when you're in the store. All right. Uh, Over in uh, England... Police responded to a call about a tiger loose in the neighborhood. They went and investigated. It turned out to be a stuffed toy. And like good policemen anywhere in the world, they had to take a picture and post it on Facebook. All right. Now I don't know what our demographic breakdown is for the uh, podcast or the uh, YouTube videos. Whoever watches these or listens to them. But I found this kind of interesting, mainly because I'm married, and I never discussed this with my wife. I think this is one of those things you just, you're best to keep your mouth shut about. Don't ask questions. According to Lucky Magazine, here's how much women fess up to paying for haircuts. <laughs> Twenty nine point one percent of women pay between fifteen and thirty bucks forty nine or forty five point nine percent between thirty and sixty bucks eighteen and a half percent pay uh, between sixty and one hundred dollars. And from there it kind of drops four point seven percent hundred to, to hundred and fifty dollars one point two percent a hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars and point five percent a half of one percent over two hundred dollars. See, this is stuff that we as men don't really want to know, because we know it will aggravate us. <laughs> Look, I spend, I spend, I spend like, I give my, I give my barber twenty bucks to cut my hair. I think he charges like fourteen, maybe fifteen, but I give him twenty-five dollar tip, and. Uh, i remember when my haircuts were like two bucks and then the 70s came along and they started that sebring hairstyle you know that's how my hair ended up being parted in the middle feathered back you, you, you know that's what i want it feathered back man i don't want wings some type of sebring style remember that back in the day and that's when you started paying a lot of money for a haircut because they blow dry your hair they'd wash it and blow dry it they don't do that anymore well, I guess they could if you wanted to pay them to do it. You know, but uh, it is what it is. All right, here's something kind of weird. Your coffee order could determine whether you're a selfish person or a fun person. It tells a lot about you, what you order. Darren Stanton, a human behavioral expert. Behavioral expert. He's a former police detective, psychologist. Right, there you go. He says there's a deeper meaning behind every coffee order. All right, yeah, let's dig deep into this. You know, (laughs) black coffee is one of the easiest things to order at any coffee house. You skip questions. If you like the no-nonsense approach of a black coffee, then you're probably someone who's determined, focused, and driven. How about the person just likes black coffee? Uh, that stuff kind of let that goes in that same drawer where that $20 bill I put in there 20 years ago You know somebody's gonna say yeah, you know $50 in a day's money now when I open the drawer up 20 years from now it's still 20 bucks Just like you know coffee. Give me a break All right. What else we got here if it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. You are really Well, I should just say happy birthday be done with it because it looks like everybody's birthdays today Back in 1880, yeah, get this: Duncan Hines was born, brought into the world. Yeah, same Duncan Hines, the bakery guy. And while we're on the subject of food, 27 years later, in 1907, Marie Callender, the restaurants. Don't they? Don't don't aren't there TV dinners too? Anyway, she was born in uh, 1907. Mr. Spock. Entered the world in 1931, Alan Arkin, 1934, James Kahn, 1940, Vicki Lawrence. Yeah, the Carol Burnett Show, Mama's Family, Vicki Lawrence. She's having a birthday today, born in the state back in 1949. A year later, Martin Short was born. And then Jennifer Gray, baby, nobody puts baby in the corner. It's her birthday today. She had, She had plastic surgery done. I mean, it is what it is, but I like I liked Jennifer Grey from the Dirty Dancing movie, you know. Uh, we talking about uh, the other day. We were talking about the government sending out sending out hundred and two hundred dollar checks until the uh, end of 2022, whenever gas prices get over four dollars a gallon. Give me a break, you know. Anyway, that that just bugs me. If you want to. If you wanna know what I think about that, go back to uh the podcast from this past Wednesday and Yeah. I think I spent ten minutes talking about it. Anyway, the talk continues about gas price relief from the government. Our favorite governor, Newsom, California. He wants to uh send a four hundred dollar rebate for every registered car in the state. So let's all go to California and register our cars. <laughs> no. Ah, Nestle, I mean, I know they meant this in a good way, and I get it. Nestle said it's going to start selling Kit Kat candy bars and Nesquik chocolate milk mix in Russia. But they will continue to sell baby food. I get it. But who cares if they're selling Kit Kat candy? I mean, really, you know. Ah, here we go. Arizona technology now allows drivers to add their driver's license to their iPhone. If you're constantly checking your phone while in the middle of a conversation, it's got a name now. It's called phubbing, P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. Back in the old days, we used to call it rude. (laughs) You know, I remember back in the old days when you had a landline phone. If you were talking on the phone, the person trying to talk to you while you were on the phone was rude. Now if you're having a conversation with somebody and the other person's trying to have a uh, have the, has their phone out doing whatever on their phone, that's called thubbing or rude. And uh, why not in Ohio a woman called 911 because there were only four pieces of chicken in the eight piece chicken mill she bought. <laughs> you just can't make this stuff up. It's nuts. All right, let's wrap this thing up today. All right, today's impossible question. When people were asked in a survey what they would miss most if they traveled back in time, flush toilets came in number one. Not their phone, not TV, not air conditioning. Toilets that flushed was the uh, number one answer. I thought that was kind of weird. All right, this Q&A, we do Q&As every Saturday morning here on the FBTV podcast. We live stream on YouTube at 9 a.m. Central Time. You can watch if you wish. You can listen to it later on your favorite podcasting app as well. If you got a question you'd like to uh, have answered by us on the FBTV Saturday morning podcast, email it to me, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com plenty of forms on the FreightBrokerTV.com website. And you could even Skype it. Skype it to me at FBTV. That's it. FBTV. Just look for it on your uh, whatever Skype app you're using. Do a search for FBTV. Alright, that's going to wrap it up for this Saturday morning. Go have a great Saturday unless, of course, you've made other plans. We'll talk to you soon. <music>